Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience Rush Pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. The college process, it can feel confusing and intimidating. At Lake Trust, we help you take control. How? With online planning tools to help you envision, flexible student loans that make it real, and advice to turn the complex into the simple. Why? Because the best investment you will ever make is in yourself. Unleash the power of your potential. Learn more or apply today at laketrust.org forward slash college. 97-1, the ticket. Uh, the NHL draft took place over the weekend. Free agency starts uh, this week on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, joining us now is the general manager of the Detroit Red Wings, Steve Eiserman. How are you, Steve? I'm doing good, guys. Thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, there is an old cliche in sports that says defense wins championships. So in the last uh, 10 days, you guys got Nick Letty. You traded for Dick. De- uh, we're doing this. <laughs> Nedeljkovic, uh, you get uh, Evans in the first pick. Kosa also in the first round. Is that the credo of the Red Wings? You got to have a defense. Well, I'm not sure it's the credo, but I do put, believe it or not, I do put a lot of value in, in a strong defending team. Goal, you need good goaltending. You need a good, good, solid top four. I look at Tampa's team with Vasilevsky and that, and and the D they had. They can really score, but ultimately they won championships uh, because they could keep the puck out of their net. So, um, you know, we felt going into the draft, not necessarily looking to draft by position. We we suspected there might be a chance that Simon Edmondson would fall uh, to six. Um, and if he did, we were going to take him. So we weren't necessarily targeting D, um, but we did have a need on the left side. And, and it felt like it was somewhat of an easy decision when he was available there at six. Uh Specifically, obviously, trading up to get Sebastian Kosa. Um, we, we, we feel he has a chance to be a starting goaltender and a good one in the NHL. So, uh, you know, we don't really have that in our system. So uh, we thought it was important there to, uh, to uh, you know, make the trade to get up and secure, you know, what is a really good prospect. How hard was it to evaluate this year's draft because of the lack of hockey that was played around the world. When you look at it, it's how hard was it for you? Or how did you change your evaluation process to come up with the decisions you made? Well, really, you know, Chris Draper uh, oversees our amateur scouting staff. Um, and they, they, number one, you'll hear t- everybody talk about it more so than ever. It was a lot of uh, video I just done on video scouting. You have all these uh, different uh, uh, scouting forums now that you can uh, subscribe to and, and watch players virtually in any league around the world. So it's not ideal, but in, in, the, in the countries where, where they were actually playing uh, and you were allowed to attend games, our scouts th- did the best they could and were able to scout as normal. Uh, in other countries, they were, weren't allowing fans in the games. Um, 
so you had to strictly do it by video, which we use kind of in a normal circumstance just as support, but it was the best we could do. Then you had countries where the kids simply didn't play, and if they didn't find another place to go play, they didn't play, such as, you know, the, the young man we picked in the sixth round, Pasquale Zito, who actually plays in Windsor. He didn't play this year, but our guys liked him enough at that uh, uh, in what they saw a year ago that felt that, well, it's a little bit of a guess, but in the sixth round, for the most part, you're guessing anyways. Uh, so, again, we everybody did the best they could. Where they could get the games, they did, and when they couldn't, they watched them on video. That's basically the, uh, what you could do. And, um, you know, uh, so unusual, a little bit more, more, even more unpredictable than a traditional season for scouting. Uh, but ultimately, we had to have a draft, and you had your selection, so you had to make a, you had to p- make uh, pick a player. Uh, talk to us about Evanson and, and and how good he is. I mean, I saw some mocks had him at uh, at, at three; others had him a little uh, lower than than you guys had him. Big, big guy. Uh, how good offensively is he? Yeah. Uh, well, here's a he, he's what six four, so he's a tremendous skater, very, very athletic. You. When you when you see him skate around the ice, he, you will be very impressed with his his uh, skating stride, his mobility for a big man. Uh, he can skate the puck. He's got good hands. I truly see him at, more as a, a defenseman that can play a lot of minutes uh, uh, because of his size and his reach. Will I expect to be a solid defender? Um, uh, offensively, you know, we didn't necessarily draft him to be an offensive defenseman. I think that's part of his game, but mostly because he's got some skill and, uh, and, and, and can pass the puck. But I see him as a, a big guy that can eat up a lot of minutes and defend well. And how much offense, uh, there is, we'll see, you know. So, uh, again, where, where we had him, uh, we had him, they, this draft, we had kids, it was very unpredictable. And any day you're, you were going over these lists, you're talking, you can move players up and to convince yourself to move up, down, or all over the place. And we knew, uh, that there would be, this could be very unpredictable and players going second or third who, or fourth, or even up to six, it would be all different orders uh, depending on a team's list. So, um, again, we, uh, we 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 had him a little bit higher, and we weren't surprised when he got to us at six. But knowing uh, what he what we think he is, and 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 what we have coming on the left side, we thought it was uh, uh, kind of relatively an easy decision at that point. And you mentioned Sebastian Kosa, your second first-round pick, and his athletic ability. And I've always been in the mindset, why don't you just get the biggest guy and set him in front of goal and cover the whole thing up? That but, means you could be a goalie. Yeah, I mean, I, I could get back in the game. But what does he bring? Because you can't just be a big guy that doesn't have athletic ability. What does Sebastian Kosa provide this franchise? Well, again, I go back. I you know, I keep I qualify everything by saying I think. Uh, well, I do know he's a really good prospect. I think he has a chance to be a really good goalie in the NHL. He's six, whatever, six, six, five, six, six. I'm not exactly sure of his height. He's still growing a little bit, apparently. Uh, but I kind of, in, in our the goaltending position, I agree with you. It's kind of gotten to uh, hey, get the biggest possible guy you can and take up the most room you can, and and then give him some form. Of, you know, they teach him to be very. Uh, technically sound uh goaltenders with all the you know goaltending position has gotten extremely technical i think too technical uh at times um but what we do like about him is uh, he's very athletic too if you watch him you know uh 
He's very, he's, he's got quick feet. Uh, he gets down low. He can, you know, not only have long legs, but quick feet too. So he can make a lot of saves. Um, uh, uh, you know, when, when he is beaten, when he is out of it a little bit, but that, that's the athleticism part of the game for him. So, you know, we watched him and you see the size. He's, you know, six, six. There aren't that many goalies that are that tall, actually. Um, uh, but he, he has a lot of athleticism to him, which we like. So we, we, we find him or see him as a, uh, like a, obviously a big goaltender that is extremely athletic, but also technically very sound. And so it's a nice uh, pairing. Some guys are very, very athletic and all over the place and tend to be out of position and make spectacular saves but can't recover. Um, I think he has a nice combination of being very, a very athletic guy, but is very uh, astute and, and, and focused very, uh, on being a, a, a technically sound goaltender because I think you need that to be solid game in, game out, and year after year. You have to have the technical part of the game. And, and trading for Nedeljkovic, I mean, he's, he's only 6'2". You got a two-year deal with him, so by the time when his contract's over, look, if he plays great, you hope to maybe extend him, but Kosa could be ready uh, in, in two years, maybe three years, right? Well, I, I, I Stoney, I'm, I'm kind of looking a little farther down the line. Okay. He's, uh, yeah, he's 19. He's got another year of junior. Um, he'll play. He'll play uh, as a 19-year-old in junior. Then he turns pro. Uh, you know, if he's playing on our team in, in, in year three, I'd be really, really happy. But I'd be more than comfortable. You know, uh, w- you know, with with uh, Alex Nadelkovic and 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 Sebastian Kosa. You know, we look two or three or four years down the line. Um, that Nadelkovic is is kind of uh, mentoring and and uh, what he really does is he allows us he allows us time to be patient uh, with Sebastian Kosa. Just let a, let the natural progression of or natural development uh, happen. Let him have a you know we're hoping he has a great year in, in Edmonton this year and he turns pro and he goes and, and plays in the American Hockey League. Whether it's one, two, even three years, I don't really know. I don't have a timeline for it. So. You know, if, if if he's playing in two or three years, I'll be thrilled. But uh, I expect it just to be a little bit longer just because I want to be patient with the goaltenders and kind of let them uh, force their way into the lineup where, where you're almost like, God, the kid's too good. Uh, we can't keep him out of the net any longer. But what that, that, this just seems to me like uh, that's, you know, three three to four years. Who knows? So I, I, we, we've got a really good goalie, young guy, and, and Alex Nadelkovic, and I think it's now a, we've got a guy that can play for us now and for the next few years, and uh, who knows, it could be for the next 10, 12 years, but we've got a real good prospect in the system as well, and I just assume let's let it play itself out. Granted, it's been a long time, but maybe this year is just an anomaly, but I, from what people tell me, and I don't know, I haven't seen all these guys play, it wouldn't surprise people if nobody in this year's draft plays in the NHL this year. And I'm looking back when you were drafted, and it's, you know, Lawton, Turgeon, LaFontaine, you all, you know, Cam Neely, all these guys who pretty much played right away. Is is that the way it's going to be from, from now on? Well, it kind of goes, uh, I don't know if, uh, if there are trends in the NHL or not, but again, going way back to when I started, it was kind of a trend that you're, you're like your first rounder just played. Right. And uh, I was fortunate because I was in a situation where the Red Wings literally we didn't have two centers. Uh, they needed centers, so myself and Kelly Kissiel were kind of uh, like like handed the job a little bit to lose. And if we couldn't keep up, I think you know Jimmy D was going to have to look you know go to a different plan B. 
Uh, but other players within that draft, I remember, you, the, the teams just kept their first rounders. Yeah. And over time, it's gone back to teams are very cautious or careful, um, you know, more, trying to be more patient with their young guys. And so the trend is for, for guys to, you know, to go back to junior or stay in college. And then ultimately it comes down to what's the depth of the, of the draft class. Uh, you know, are the firsts, are the second or thirds, are they ready to go uh, in, in year one? Uh, fewer and fewer guys are are being kept uh, for sure. And this year's class, I don't expect. I think power really based on watching them at the World Championships. It was a little bit of a, a weaker tournament, but he was really good. He might have an opportunity to play and play well in the NHL. But uh, again, being kind of an odd year and limited view, uh, play last year. He may. I don't know. I have no idea what he and Buffalo have planned, but he's the one guy that might be able to step in and play this year. I suspect everybody else uh, uh, really needs time. So it kind of goes from year to year. It changes depending on the depth of it. But now, year maybe one, maybe two play in the NHL, but certainly not going back to '83 where you had like ten or twelve guys playing at at, at eighteen. Steve, I've I've heard you say that you hate giving up draft picks because they're hope, and you've also used the term, and we talked about the challenges of scouting this year. That I think this player is going to be this. When you a couple of weeks ago, you had twelve picks. You used two of them to pick up Letty and in Delkovich. Did that go into your mindset that hey, we could use some of these picks to get a known quantity when there's so much I think out there in this draft? A little bit. Mostly it was, um, you know, I, we had, you know, I wanted to do something in goal. We uh, were looking to get a younger guy, both uh, uh, Jonathan Bernier, Thomas Grice, uh, I think uh, Jonathan 32-ish, Thomas 34. Um, we were kind of looking, we don't have a goalie, a younger guy that, that can come in the net. We're going to have to address it this year or next year again. So when uh, when Alex or Alec became available, um, uh, it was an you know for what the cost was, we thought you know this is a good opportunity to get a younger guy, plug the hole in that. Uh, no one were giving up a pick. We still had a lot of picks. Um, we felt even going into the draft, we're going to have to use if we want Costa, we're going to have to trade up to get him. Or either that, or we're taking him at six. Uh, our options were to trade back from six to get him. Or, uh, or trade up. He was not going to be there, and I know he was not going to be there at 23. So uh, we kind of had that in the back of our mind. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it did just having a lot of picks the last two years, having lots of picks next year, we thought this was a good year. We weren't just going to trade for any particular goalie or any particular D, but but we needed guys to play for us this year. I want some help for, uh, you know, on our blue line. I want some help for, you know, Heronic. I want some help for uh, Gustav Lindstrom, uh, you know, whoever's playing in goal. We, we need, you know, we, we need some players for to help these young guys develop. So we thought it was a good trade-off. And uh, uh, so that's ultimately why we, we made the trades and, and were able to use the picks because we've had a lot in the last couple of years and, and have a lot uh, coming up in the next draft as well. So, and again, you're kind of addressing it on the floor. You're looking at, okay, potentially, you know, we're going to give up a late second round pick here. Who are the guys that we have, uh, uh, you know, uh, in that spot or the kids that are coming up and you say, okay, we're going to lose this player and this player. If we make this deal, ultimately we thought it was worth it for, uh, for Costa to uh, to step up and, and do that, but yeah, this year more so than any 
it's so uh, so unpredictable and we question how deep the draft the, the, uh, was this year that we're obviously we made those decisions and we we're comfortable uh, giving up some of the picks to uh, we still felt, you know, we we come out of it with eight prospects. Um, I, I feel pretty good about what we did. Final thing, we talked all about the defense, but you still have to score goals in this league to win. Free agency begins. I'm, I know you're not going to give us any names, but can the fans expect you guys to sign somebody who will say, wow, that guy can score? Um, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, you know, look, look, kind of look at the names that yeah. are out there, you know, that, not much. Uh, yeah. So we're looking more so, um, to, you know, to, to fill some holes. We need, we're still looking at another defenseman after signing Mark Stahl. We're looking for potentially for two or three more forwards. So, in all likelihood, it's going to be guys in that you know the shorter term contract right. that that can plug a hole for us. Uh, you know, you know, I'd like to get a right shot forward or two. Um, and yeah, so Sony, I don't think there's going to be uh, like a, any like uh, like mega deals coming our way. Right. All right, Steve. Thanks a lot for your time. Thank we you. appreciate it, uh, and then we'll talk to you soon. You bet. Thank you for your time, guys. Nice talking with you both. All right, that's uh, Steve Eiserman, general manager of your. Detroit Red Wings here on 97.1, the ticket. From the first pitch to the last out, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has all the bases covered. Bet Rivers has a massive number of baseball betting options on each game, including pregame player props and live in-game betting every inning. Sign up now and get a free play match of 100% on your first deposit up to $250. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Where's your bobber? I'm not sure. You're never going to catch anything on your phone. Well, I just reeled in some big cash. What? How? A good fisherman never tells. <laughs> it's a good thing you're not one then. Play the Michigan Lottery online or in-app for chances to win cash. Over 100 online instant games to choose from with prizes up to $500,000. Sign up using promo code FUN to receive 10 free games of Great Lakes luck. Don't miss your chance to reel in the cash. Visit MichiganLottery.com today. Knowing your limits is always the best bet.